You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network. We're here, and we are talking about Nip Tuck. We're in season two. We're right in the thick of it. Into a really fun episode here. This is uh, season two, episode ten. Timber Henry. Uh, looking forward to talking through all of this one. And um, I am Nick, and I have orifice approval. And my name is Ben, and congratulations, you're officially a whore now. <laughs> this is a funny episode. Yeah. This, is, this is why there are, just so, there are so many um, of these, these one-liners that we love so much. Um, Christian's in fine form in this episode, so... Um, <laughs> But he, but he get, gets a lot of help from some of the other people in this episode as well. So, um, yeah, there's just there's just so much fun to unpack in this one. Um, I don't know what your overall feelings are before we start breaking this down, but th- this is such a fun episode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a fun episode. Uh, and just one thing I need to point out too, that I'm sure you, obviously, everyone watching this episode would realise it, that J.K. fucking Simmons is in this episode, people. And, I mean, we just... Uh, did a third watch episode available now via the Oz Network and uh, J.K. Simmons was in an episode of Third Watch in the first season as well so as we kind of discussed in that episode this is sort of pre-really A-list J.K. Simmons you know I mean I think at this point he he'd done at least one Spider-Man movie I'm not sure Actually, Spider-Man 2 would have come out by now uh, at this point as well. So he'd kind of really been establishing himself a lot more, and then obviously a few years down the track he'd gone to win an Academy Award. But at least third watch days, he really wasn't a household name, whereas now I I feel that he really is. I mean, Spider-Man put him into a a higher stratosphere, uh, obviously you know, winning an Oscar, and then he's just about to be uh, Commissioner Gordon in the uh, Justice League movie. So, yeah, J.K. Simmons, folks, is in this episode, and he's really not even the star of this episode. So there you go. No, it's funny because he's not even the uh, the title uh, patient, yeah. which is unusual. That we don't normally get two really good kind of um, patients in one episode. I, I kind of think he got screwed out of well, his character got screwed out of the title for this one. But uh, yeah, that's that's another story, really. Um, but we kind of we actually lead off with with him and his character, which is Ike Connors, um, and so he's a he's a, an author, a columnist, and and um, his wife has had breast cancer and has had to. Um, have her breast removed and have surgery to have implants, and and he wants to get boobs for a year. Um, so that he so what's the name of his book going to be? Walk a mile in my Walk boobs. Walk a mile or something in my like boobs. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so so he's going to get them for a year, and he's going to yeah write this book as a result. And yeah, it's, it's I mean it's one of those cool things about Nip Tuck that you kind of just get these awesome actors just arrive out of nowhere, um, and they're there for an episode and then they're gone. And um, yeah, he's he's really good. I mean, he suits this part really well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really interesting kind of story that, you know, you kind of, we kind of get this thing and it kind of starts and, um, is, is the scene with Liz before or after the credits? I always forget. Um, I think it's we, after, I think it's after. Not? Yeah. When they're throwing the, the boobs around. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And so we kind of, we, we don't get a resolution on what's going to happen here until a little bit later. And so kind of after the credits, you get this thing where they say, no, we're going to, we're going to pass this one up and, and Liz is really angry with them. Um, Liz, Liz has some weird moments on this episode. I've got to say, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and so Liz kind of says to him, "No, you've got to take this this um, this client on." It is a weird one. Uh, it'd be interesting to know if this is based in reality or not. Yeah, I was thinking that too. It's kind of it's not one that I could kind of really find too much on. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, this seems like it would be a, an interesting thing. But can I just point out that uh, you don't need to go get breast implants. You just need to be fat like me. I've had boobs my entire life. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, look, hey, it's uh, it is what it is. But yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a very interesting interesting storyline and um you know liz yeah liz is weird this episode i definitely agree with you when it comes to that 
Um, but, you know, I like it when they're throwing around breast implants. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. He really has forgiven uh, Christian because they're kind of very chummy chummy all of a sudden again, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, it is kind of just a weird thing that, yeah, I mean, and we, we do get the odd line here, which just, you know, brings it back because, um, isn't, isn't there one later on basically where, um, you know, Sean says something about, you know, he's always been the nice guy and, and, and Christian says, and where did that get you or something like that? Yeah. And, and Sean kind of gives him this look and it's like, oh, you know, this is still pretty tense. Let's not forget that things are a little bit tense still. Um, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's certainly not all forgotten, but yeah, we, we kind of have, um, we have brushed a lot of it under the carpet for now at least anyway so yeah no and um we kind of get the scene we and then we move on and i you know i don't want to hold you up anymore Annie! So I know you want to talk about it <laughs> yep she's here <laughs> uh and yeah it, it's um uh, this is this is a kind of little creepy little scene where he's basically like stealing annie's blood so that he can test her parentage yeah it's i mean it's interesting because like obviously he says like the whole juvenile diabetes moment and kind of y- you're thinking aren't you at that <laughs> point like about um, you know, is is he doing that? And like, obviously, when uh, he's on the phone to Julia, I love the way he's just like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> like, it's just, you know, and like, why do you think I'm doing it? And like, it's creepy, but I, I, you kind of expect it, though, don't? Like, I mean, put yourself in Sean's position right now. Like, I mean, y- you know, you've had this massive bombshell thrown upon you. I think at the end of the day, you probably would want to, you know, check to see if your other child is yours or not. Yeah, totally. Um, and it, it's really no surprise here. I think one of the things that's quite interesting here is that these guys are, are pretty blatant about kind of fighting with each other over the phone in front of Annie, which is, <laughs> you know, that's probably not something that you'd be recommended to do. Um, so it's interesting to, to kind of note that these these two are still very kind of dysfunctional. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to have to happen here um, before these two are going to get back on speak on proper speaking terms. Um, and yeah, I mean, this whole thing about Julia is not really coping with what's going on. Um, yeah, and yeah, Sean, Sean is making no, no secret of the fact that he's pissed off with her as well. Yeah, and she's obviously got the, the place now and, um, constantly wanting to borrow stuff. Uh, I mean, I do love the line later on that Sean says, you know, it's called Walmart, Julia. <laughs> like, I mean, this would piss me off. Like, if I was in this situation and it's like, keeps borrowing stuff, it's like, you're moving out. You should be going off and buying yourself stuff, Julia. But um, obviously, she's also doing it to try and, you know, uh, wanting to see that. But, yeah, at least Annie is kind of um, loosely remembered in this episode that she's there. But, again, we, we never kind of see what happens with poor Julia and her opinions on this. I know she's, like, six, but, I mean, still, you know, come on. Poor Julia. Uh, poor, poor Annie. Did I say Julia? Annie. Annie, Annie, Annie. Yeah, and I, I think we, as we keep saying, she's kind of like a prop that that kind of gets wheeled out when it's convenient. And you know, this is a, it's a bit of a shame, really, because we kind of never really get a good storyline from her. I mean, maybe a little bit later on in the in the run of the show, but certainly at this point, she's there when it's convenient, and you know, that's it, really. So we never really get a take on how Annie's feeling about things, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, well, I mean, we we get the great storyline about involving eating hair, which is always a memorable one. But, um, (laughs) you know, I will say, like, I think we've touched on it before, but, I mean, there's a fantastic uh, episode in Season 4. It's kind of like a a flash-forward episode, and I don't want to go into too much detail because it would spoil it, but there's definitely a a scene involving future Annie, which kind of is real, like, it's, it's done in such a way that it kind of rips shit into the fact that she's invisible. 
Uh, it's kind of like, it's just, it's cleverly written the way they poke fun at the fact that this character has never seen. So just, just bookmark that. Remember that. And that's kind of why I just, it's so funny with Annie and just, you know, we've got to turn into more of a cult person because again, she's just a convenience tool, um, as most small children are in these shows. But yeah, it's, uh, just remember that for season four when we get a flash forward episode, it's, it's, it's just great the way they poke fun at how Annie is treated in this show. <laughs> it just always makes you think like what was the what was the larger plan here and, and you know was there kind of something bigger that they had planned and it just didn't didn't work out that you know the audience didn't react to it or whatever it might be or, or whether this was the plan all along and then they just kind of you know took the piss out of it um yeah i mean we'll, we'll probably never know for sure um yeah so i mean we've got our annie side in for the episode which is always nice um but we can probably move on to, to kimber because that's <laughs> some some pretty fun stuff Yes, um, I, I have nothing. I, I like the line. I will say though, what does um, Sean say about like, oh, you know, I don't want to disturb Annie's routine. Like, you shouldn't keep showing up here or whatever. Like, what the person that you just shove in a room half the time? What routine does she have? So it's kind of <laughs> yeah. Well, she's so routine that she just doesn't show up. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. So you know, there's there's no there's no routine to disturb if you ask me. Yes, yes. It's really interesting too is, you know, a bit of a time capsule here that these guys are still talking um, via the phone um, <laughs> that nobody's using. Like, when is the last time you saw anybody call someone with a landline? Well, I mean, again, well, this is 2004, so I guess it was still, yeah. Um, but, you know, you're right. Like, I mean, you know, this is modern day. They'd be texting each other, right? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No one talks yeah. anymore in 2017. I mean, the fact that yeah, we exactly. the fact that we haven't started doing podcasts via text, you know, I mean, we're just, we're just, we should be the first to kind of uh, start this groundbreaking podcast series of entirely texting. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. And then what, you just read it out, get Siri to read yeah. it out for you or something? <laughs> Siri, read the following uh, things for me. Ding! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would cut out all our fun jokes and bad edit points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And, uh, of course, everybody would miss those. Uh. <laughs> yes, oh, totally, totally. Um, but yeah, obviously, so we we get um, Kimber side. And so when was the last time we actually saw her? So this, she was at the end of the last episode with Meryl, right? Was it the last time we saw her? Yeah, I don't think we've no, we, no, we've seen her since then, didn't we? Uh, we the one where she had the uh, the cocaine one, and she said she was an actor because at the end there was it was Little Miss Menzies was the last episode we saw the last the fully Annie centric right. episode because that was when yeah, they were that- telling that story at the end about how you know when Sean's like a penis in the vagina. So was that this season? I think that was this season, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think um, oh yeah, it's it feels like a long time ago. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was this. It was. It was Mrs. Grubman. It was episode four. Uh, there you go. Yes. Okay. So it was. It wasn't quite as far as far ago as I thought it was. Um, just feels like a long time since we've seen her. But uh, yeah, no, she's back here and she's got her own line of uh, sex dolls as you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, this. I mean, it sets up like because I mean, kind of this is a bit of a recurring thing now about Kimber in a porn career, and she obviously becomes kind of, I guess, a, a well-established porn actress. But um, yeah, I just I was seventeen when this episode first aired, and like. I think since I saw this and I discovered what a real doll is, I kind of always wanted one. So um, maybe not that Kimber one because that one looks a bit freaky. They're a bit more realistic now. You can get sex robots now, so I'm moving to Japan. But, um, yeah, it's kind of... Actually, I, you know, putting me aside as sounding like a completely disgusting single guy, um, there actually was a, a very um, interesting... 
uh, a documentary I watched on sex dolls once, which sounds so wrong, but it really was interesting. And it kind of went into the process of how they're made and just like all this sort of stuff and how expensive they are. I mean, I don't know if they are nowadays, but like I I know kind of when I saw this documentary probably a good 10, 12 years ago, you know, they're they're upwards of five, ten thousand $10,000. And I think she mentions that, doesn't she? They sell for $10,000. Um, which yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money to invest in. Like, you know, you could probably pay for a real woman from like, I don't know, some country. I'm not going to mention a country. That's probably a bit racist, but you could probably pay for like a bride from some country a little bit less than that. But it's not the Kimber doll, is it? No, it's not the Kimber experience. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably, um, this was quite topical at the time, you know, so this is an, another thing that's a little bit of a, um, a time capsule that, you know, the whole, the whole thing around real dolls was probably a real a thing at the time. Um, and yeah, it, it's probably not really a, a, a taboo as such anymore. You know, it's, it was a, a fad for a moment. And I actually, I think I remember that, that documentary that you're talking about. I, I remember seeing bits of that at least anyway. Um, and you know, it was this kind of, and obviously we've had the whole, the movie now as well. The, uh, um, uh, Ryan oh, Gosling was in that yeah. movie as well. So it, I know yeah, it's been about. the subject of, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's definitely something that's been kind of discussed in the, you know, in, in pop culture a little bit as well. So it's it's not completely out there as it probably was at the time. So in a way, it's something I'd no, not really thought about, but it probably kind of blunts the impact of this episode a little bit when you look at it. And you know, it's um, it, it's maybe not as um, edgy as it was when it first came out. Yeah, no, I I agree. But uh, I mean, do, do, is it just me or does that? I mean, it sort of looks like her, but it, it doesn't look entirely <laughs> no, like not, her. It's got, it's got the same hair as her, basically, and that's about it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it's, it's especially mm. creepy, like, when Sean's having his way with it and the way its head moves. Like, they even have that shot, you know, with, like, the the head's in the foreground and the TV's in the background. It's kind of, like, wobbling. It's yeah. Like a, yeah, it's like a bobble head. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Um, but we're definitely going to get that. But obviously, she's she's offering for... Uh, she wants the vagina on it moulded <laughs> to, you know, to the cost of $50,000, which is uh, seems like easy money. Yeah, it's... Um... Very easy money, and, like, again, I, I want to see the surgery scene of them. <laughs> I mean, we kind of do. Like, obviously, it's just moulding the vagina, but, like, why does she need to go to plastic surgeons for that? Like, again, watching that documentary where they kind of show, um, you know, some scenes of that, and, like, there's actually... And, like, take this how you will, listeners, whatever, okay? I'm a man, whatever. There's, like, a porn star that I follow who's, like, this Australian porn star. I've actually interviewed her and met her, um, which was fun. Uh, but, like, she released a line of... Um, certain sex toys for men and like there was a thing like showing like how they kind of like molded her vagina and again they didn't have to go to a plastic surgeon so it's kind of like why does she need to go to a plastic surgeon for this yeah that's a really good question it doesn't seem like it's something that needs a plastic surgeon to do this um which maybe speaks to to christian's point that she's just there to kind of check in on him um yeah, so it, it's a very good question, actually. Um, Thank you. I do get one a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so obviously we, we kind of park that story a little bit um, as we – well, we don't park it, but we kind of go into the, the surgery scene. But we can probably cut back to, to what's in the, what's going to end up happening, which is basically that um, Christian's not going to do the job because he thinks that she's this you know psycho bitch that tried to cut his dick off, as he says. Um, and, you know, if, if she's really serious about the job, then she'll let Sean do it. Um, and that's the that's the decision that they kind of make. Um, but in between that, we've obviously got our our surgery scene with with Ike. Um, I've got to stop wanting to call him J.K. Simmons. Um, <laughs> Just call him J.K. You know, Simmons. Is, 
yeah, where he's where he's getting the boobs, and um, you know, sometimes the show does really well with the music, and sometimes it's just very on the nose. And this is one where it's kind of on the nose because it's um, a, a boy named Sue, you know, yeah. like it's just like salt in the nose, the the, the <laughs> thing they're using. Um, but it's one of the quickest surgery scenes we've ever seen. Really, um, it's just like four or five shots, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Um... It's interesting. I mean, they they could have gone with like Aerosmith, dude looks like a lady or something like that. Um, probably would have been even more yeah. inappropriate. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's kind of it's it's in there. I mean, it's so interesting to think that like this like Kimber Henry, like she is the the subject of this, and I guess you can kind of see it. But at no point do they really have surgery on her, whereas it is yeah. the J.K. Simmons surgery scene. So it's kind of it's interesting that they went for for Kimber as the subject of this, because I'm pretty sure there is a Kimber Henry 2 from memory. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting how how that is uh how that is done but um yeah it's it is a it's a it's a weird sort of song to kind of have but um you know i guess again what other options did they have i guess like uh is there any songs about boobs that we're not talking about um i don't know 99 <laughs> love balloons or something like that uh, i don't know yeah 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 and, and um you know after that we kind of go into the the scene that i just talked about that and the, the, the decision that's been made. And, and just the one thing I kind of wanted to point out about this, other than that we've got um, Christian drinking his grass again. Um, is, um, <laughs> so disgusting. We, that is so disgusting. Um, but, yeah, it, obviously it's the thing about Liz being a bit weird because she comes and takes a photo on her phone of the sex doll. For her the very uh, technologically advanced flip phone. Uh, can we just point yes. out? <laughs> yes. It was probably like like half a megapixel. A VGA like photo, I think it was back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's for her sexual harassment suit against the doctors, which just seems a bit weird. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Just, I mean, really, can they like? It's not like they're just two bros who have brought in their sex toy to show it off. Like, that's got a legitimate purpose. And I think, like, I know this is two guys doing this podcast, and we're probably not the ones to get into the whole subject matter of this here. But uh, I mean, really, really, Liz, that's that you're going to use that? Like, again, what in what context is that? part of a sexual harassment suit i don't know just just me yeah yeah it's all a bit strange really um yes <laughs> i'm not really sure there's too much more we need to unpack here but uh, yeah um we then go into the the scene with with kimber following this which is the the application of the paste so to speak i guess um and you know she's got a brazilian which is different from a bikini wax did you know ben uh well yes i did nick did you uh <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Sean, I've experienced. No, that's a bit wrong. Uh, but like, can I just one thing I want to point out, just really quickly before we get there? Uh, how can we we gel over? No pun intended with the gel there. But like the, the scene with Sean and Christian, when Sean's basically uh, Christian's like, "You got to take home the doll, the, the doll." And the way it's like, what? I have a daughter. First of all, it's like, really? Do you? Are you sure? You, do you think you've got a daughter? And secondly, when it's like, I'll just put her in the closet. And then sort of like, the doll. And it's like, no, I think you actually mean Annie. Because, like, she's in the fucking closet half the time because you don't see her. Uh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be the ongoing joke here, isn't it? That uh, what, what the hell is Annie actually even doing here? Uh, yeah. I do also. I just also. No, I do get... like the line too when he says, "Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I like women with a few flaws and a brain." <laughs> yes, and look where that got you. That's where that line comes up. Yep. Yeah, look where that got you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then we get that really good scene. 
Um, but yeah, going back into this whole thing with Kimber, you know, and and we get into this discussion about, you know, they have a bit of a heart to heart, and you know, Kimber talking about, um, you know, is she a masochist because of of Christian and and blah 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 blah, and you know, the whole thing kind of ends with her wanting wanting to make the um, the mold slightly prettier, basically, <laughs> is is how this thing ends, which kind of seems to defeat the purpose of the whole thing. But anyway, and you get this—is uh, it a sweet pickup line or a very inappropriate one? It's like I think it's perfect as it is. <laughs> like I mean, come on, Sean. Like I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if you're a doctor and you're there and you're kind of like you know in a situation with an attractive woman, you're going to go for it. But at the same time, if we're talking about sexual harassment suits going on here, buddy, uh, I think this is a little... Because, like, how, what, what if she didn't receive that well? Like, oh, I think you've got a very perfect vagina. Excuse me? You're looking at it inappropriately? <laughs> like, I mean, come on. That's more sexual harassment than having a sex doll in the office. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's a very yeah. sweet romantic scene, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I suppose so. Yeah, it all just feels a bit... I, I didn't really take it as much of a pick-up line. It's just him being being awkward, Sean. Because um, at this point, I don't think there's any kind of... There's anything going on between them. It's not something that, that kind of comes up to a little bit later on in the episode. just feels like him being being awkward, trying to be yeah. this nice guy. Um, you know, which he is. He's a nice and guy. And kind of what you were saying, too, before about like the... Yeah, like, I mean, it is awkward, Sean, about like, oh, I've seen that you've, uh, you know, cleaned the whole area. It's like, oh, it's called a Brazilian... Oh, my wife has what's called a bikini wax. It's like, again, you're a doctor surely you've heard of like a brazilian and a, and a bikini and know the differences but again maybe he's kind of so old-fashioned that he still thinks women are you know got the full throw down there or something i don't know um yeah don't get me involved in like women's issues like that okay i'm a guy all right like whatever <laughs> yeah yeah and so we go into the um the follow-up um with uh, Ike, you know, with his with his boobs, and and basically, um, the wife gets really upset. Amy, we we haven't actually named her, but yeah, so she she gets uh, really upset with the whole thing, um, and, which is going to set us up for something something more later on. There's not a whole lot to the scene, really. It's uh, yeah, it's just this whole thing about you know who get, who getting upset and maybe. Um, releasing some repressed memories and, and things like that. I'm not sure if there's anything you, you wanted to add to that. They look terrible. Uh, they just literally look like man <laughs> boobs. Uh, and the only time you will ever see a full pair of boobs in Nip Tuck are with nipples. Um, but, like, they, yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> they do not look like anything that I haven't had on my chest for the last, like, 20 years. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'll say to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's it's not the best look. I mean, I, I'm not even going to say it's bad makeup because God knows what this would actually look like if a guy got it done. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could have said a very inappropriate comment there, but I think we've said enough on this episode. Let's move on. <laughs> yes, yes. So we uh, we're moving on to uh, Sean's in at home having too much to drink again. Two episodes in a row starting to develop a problem here. I think <laughs> uh, sitting at home with the Kimber doll watching some watching some boxing. And uh, decides to, to give Julia a, a drunken phone call. Yes, and we, of course, get the great scene of Annie. Uh, they're watching Cats and Dogs, which, um, you know, I would love to watch Cats and Dogs with Annie. That would be fun. Uh, it's, a, it's a good movie, Cats and Dogs. I've never seen the second one, but I've seen the first one. Um, but this is the whole, ever heard of Walmart, Julia? Uh, like, again, it's like, fuck you, stop coming and borrowing appliances. Go buy, like... I, I don't know what they've got in New Zealand when it comes to department stores, but I can go to, like, Kmart or Big W and buy, like, a waffle iron for, like, 20 bucks. So, I'm sure it's going to be cheaper yep. at Walmart. I mean, America's cheaper, so fucking just go to Walmart, Julie. They're open 24 hours. Come on. 
Yeah, yeah. I, one of the things I like here too is that it, it takes a hell of a lot before um, Annie even kind of reacts. Like the phone yeah. rings, she just keeps watching the TV, like it's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Cats and dogs <laughs> coming to, soon uh, to the Oz Network. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, that's it. Our next one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, again, if we ever get uh, if we ever get what's the name on the show, she's sort of stopped returning our messages, so it doesn't necessarily look like we're going to get dear old Kelsey battling on the show. But uh, maybe we can uh, coax her into doing an episode commentary of uh, cats and dogs with us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why not? Kelsey, why not? if you're listening, please, uh, if you don't want to come on and talk about the character of Annie, let's just watch Cats and Dogs together. You obviously enjoy the film, so, yeah. Yes, yes. Or, you, or you act like you enjoy the film, yeah. which would indicate you're good at it. So, yeah, so no, that, that's, that's good. But, uh, yeah, then we get into this, the whole um, Sean with the Kimber doll scene, and um, <laughs> all I've got written in my notes is, in regards to this is, this is awkward. Yeah, uh, any excuse to see Dylan Walsh's ass, I think. But, um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I want to see the behind the scenes of uh of Dylan Walsh having to film this. Like, <laughs> I mean, can you just put, you put yourself in his shoes? Oh, cart, no, it wasn't believable, Dylan. I don't believe you really were getting oral sex by that doll. Um, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a, it's not an angle I've really thought about before, but it is an interesting one. I mean, you know, these guys suffer for their art, don't yeah. they? And, and this is a different type of suffering, I suppose. It's interesting, but uh, I mean. You know, kind of these weird flashes of like, you know, him getting angrily having sex with Julia and then Kimber and, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting how it's done. But I do like it how eventually, again, jumping forward when he says, you know, like, oh, I had a bit of fun with it. And Kimber's like, oh, I'd be a bit worried if you didn't. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Like, if you've got that at home, you're gonna, you're gonna use it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even for professional purposes, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, he had that basket of porn in the first season where he had to, you know, do some yeah. research. So, like, yeah. like uh, in, yeah. all, in all letters of the law, research it before the new vagina and after the new vagina, see what feels better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it is, it is just a pretty awkward scene. The whole thing is pretty pretty weird and um yeah i mean obviously it's interspersed with you know the doll kind of coming alive in his own mind and you know at times it's kimber and at times it's it's julia it's it's all a bit weird and ends with him crying so it's you know just just an average friday night for many of us yeah but, i was just uh, gonna say know. that's how all my sexual encounters end so um <laughs> it's just like oh yeah cool next <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i did you know talked a little bit earlier about that you know the whole scene where he's um you know you see the head wobbling yes. and with the background. It's a, it is quite well it's quite well done but it is just so weird it's, it's kind of it's like my god I'm, I'm actually watching this happen yeah it's um i want to see the bloopers uh, if they exist i know there are nip tuck bloopers online but uh, I, I never saw the one of him having sex with the kimber doll so is it wrong that I think, how do you clean it out? Too? Like, <laughs> you know, he sure he did that before. Oh, Nicholas, I could come up with something very inappropriate right now, but um, <laughs> I cross a lot of lines on this show, so I think I might behave for once. But, um, yeah. And, I mean, does he clean it out, though? Because, I mean, Kimber shows up, like, what, soon? So, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I assume it has a a, a function that does that, but uh, yeah, we're probably. Oh, it's not a vacuum cleaner, things. like <laughs> a function oh, <laughs> reverse spin. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but for once in my life, I'm glad I'm ignorant of the facts when it comes to this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we move on, and yeah, obviously he go, he goes and has a shower after he's had his cry, and um, then Kimber turns up to find her her doll as as he um as, sorry as she describes it, dishevelled. Yeah. 
<laughs> this whole scene's kind of interesting because she shows up like so, you know, I've called everyone, I need this doll back, it needs to be at the Las Vegas fair tomorrow, blah, 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 rush, 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 rush. And yet it's okay for her to have sex with him two seconds later and wake up the next morning and not in that much of a rush. Um, so, like, it kind of is like, what? Didn't you need this doll, yeah, like, straight away? But now all of a sudden you can fuck the guy? Like, yeah, it's um, he's quite interesting and, you know, great great work of uh, the people who work at uh, McNamara Troy that they're quite capable of giving out the address to a woman who, as far as they know, tried to kill one of the two doctors. So, yeah, um, yeah. like, really? Well, we've established. We've established in recent episodes that, you know, when somebody's uh, having a fit in the, in, you know, in <laughs> yeah. the reception area, they just stay on the phone or just behind the desk. Don't, don't they are hopeless. Anybody, they know. are hopeless, yeah. the staff is there yeah. at McNamara Troy. <laughs> or when people come in and break your glass desk with a, yeah. with a baseball bat. Yeah, it's just the, the, the most useless staff in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I hope, um, I mean, we don't know that the, the exact time between Sean crying and Sean having a shower, but uh, I, I'm just saying I hope you had time to reload, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, look, let's be honest. If Kimber's showing up at your house, you're reloading pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, obviously this uh, one thing leads to another, and, um, yeah, they're, uh, next morning they're, they're still at it. So I don't know if this was an all-night affair or exactly what happened here, but uh, Sean, Sean's loving it. Let, let's just be honest. Um Like, I want to put this in the nicest possible way. Kimba gets around the McNamara's and Troy's quite a lot. So, um, she's she's been with two of them now. Um, So, there's still more to come, pardon the pun. But, uh, yeah, it's... uh, it's, (laughs) She's ticked off two of them at this stage. But, yeah, like, I just just don't get the timeline of this. Again, she's in such a demand for this doll. I need it, I need it, I need it. And then she needs Sean Moore. So, those poor people at, like, whatever function they're at at Miami, like Miami Sex Bowl or something like that, they're probably all sitting there going, where the fuck is this Kimber doll? You know? So, yeah. 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 Well, she's too busy figuring out that Sean's Venus is in a Scorpio yeah. or something. I don't know what happening. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she uh, the next morning she gets up to uh, make the coffee and, and Julia's there. And <laughs> this turns into... Um, uh, quite the uh, confrontation. Yeah, uh, my my biggest point, of course, is this: is where the fuck is Annie? Like she's left early to go pick up the waffle, and this must be very early in the morning. So like she's just left Annie at her new death trap of an apartment. Um, but yeah, I what what is like um, what's Kim was trying to make that awkward conversation? Like oh, I've only heard really nice things about you. Uh, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. And then Sean's, you know, deliberate make out in front of like Julia. Um so yeah, it's it's a very it's very awkward, of course it is. Uh but it's very well acted. I love, you know, you were talking last episode about the facial expressions, just like the death stare that like Dylan Walsh has, like looking at Julia and then, you know, Julia's kind of reaction of like, Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick and how he's like, Oh, welcome to my world and then the way he's just like he's such an asshole. He's like, kinda of turns into asshole Christian here in a way, the way he's like, You should try getting laid. Um, so it's like, yeah, yeah, Dick, Dick, Sean moment, but it, it works. Yeah, no, it is really good. I, I like the whole thing. Um, I like the way he kind of like when she, when she kind of goes to leave, and he like, you know, as you say, he kind of plants one on her, but then he kind of talks to her like she's the daughter. He's like, yeah. go and get in the car. Honey. It's like, it's just so weird, eh? Yeah, I mean, if it was a daughter, she'd be in the closet, of course, as we know. But um, I, I also love the bit when like Julie's kind of like, you know, whoever you are, tell Sean I'm, you know, taking the waffle iron and we'll drop Annie off, and then just Sean's like blase attitude. I'm changing the locks as soon as you leave. <laughs> like yeah. call first. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Well, he's already got the uh, why he hasn't set the the alarm that they well, got. Exactly. A few years, so. Yes, <laughs> that that lasted a while, didn't it? Obviously, the carver's not four miles away. He's moved on to like six miles. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. You know, Miami's big enough. He's yeah. uh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just really funny, but uh, no, it's a it's a good scene. Um, and yeah, I think it kind of sets up where Julia is going to go for the next few episodes as well. Cause she's going to have a bit of a rocky ride and you know, we're kind of getting the, the basis of that here. So no, that, it, it's really good. Um, but we kind of move forwards, um, into the, the follow up with Ike and, and Amy and, um, yeah, obviously things get a little bit weird here as well, where, um, he wants to get the, the, um, implants taken out that it's not working out for him. Um, and, um, she's developing feelings for, for women. Like it, that seems a little bit out of nowhere. Yeah, well, I mean, you've always got to have that twist, don't you, with the the surgery patient, you know. They can never just generally have your, your stock standard, everything's normal in surgery town, you know. You've always got to have this twist. Um, and, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one that kind of like she wants to feel the boobs. And, like, he's obviously a very, um, I guess, uh, what do you say, like traditional man. Because, like, the way Christian sort of pawns it off and says, like, well, you know, some men like the fact that their wives like women, which, let's be honest, that's a pretty good thing in my books. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, he's like, you know, it's just sweet. It's kind of sweet though, the way he's like, you know, I want my Amy back. Um, and, but can I just point out, I, you know, I noticed the one scene when Christian's like, oh, I know a pretty good counselor. You had one a year ago that disappeared. Uh, again, this is a simple case of this is why they still need the damn psychiatrist. I'm not saying a name. But, like, this is at least the second or third or fourth or a hundredth time this season that they needed someone there to put psychiatric work over their patients. So, yeah, good job on that one. Yeah, yeah. It uh, kind of speaks to the need for that service, um, even if the the person in question is perhaps not somebody we, we want to see anyway. But, uh, Who? Yeah, so it's uh, – yeah, exactly – um yeah so it's uh it, it's kind of weird and this is this is the last we see of these guys in this episode eight this is this is it yeah that's it we we don't see them thanks jk simmons for your time on nip tuck uh it's been fun talking about you on nip tuck this week uh third watch a couple of weeks ago on all the spider-man movies uh, yeah. so this has really yeah, become the jk be- simmons network of late uh which is a good thing we like jk simmons this is the only one where he had boobs, though. True, true. Uh, I mean, look, I didn't see him as Joe Jonah Jamison under, you know, naked or anything like that. Uh, I mean, in Third Watch, he was pinned underneath a giant pile of rubble, um, but he died in that, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. I think part of him died here, too. Yeah, I, soon to be Commissioner Gordon in the Justice League. Uh, keep an eye out that. Who, who will do it better, the great J.K. Simmons or the great Gary Oldman? Oh, that's a battle off that I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. I suspect we probably won't see a whole lot of him in the movie. That's uh, you know, it's going to be chock a block with other stuff. But uh, hopefully, he does leave an impression, and I'm pretty sure he will. He's that kind of actor that he can kind of come in as he's done here, and uh, you know, add a few scenes and be really good, and then be gone. Um, but no, it was uh, it was good. We enjoyed that, um, and we can probably move on to um, Julia going out for a night on the town, taking taking Sean's advice. Yeah, it's it's a very um I love the scene when she's like getting all done up and like all, you know, fancy and just, you know, putting on the, the sexy underwear and just doing that. I actually I know we've talked before on this show about how um 
I watched this with a friend of mine, how we kind of did a trade and I made her watch like Nip Tuck. And I remember watching this episode with her and she was kind of, she said to me, she's like, oh, there's no better feeling as a woman when you get yourself done up like that and you take like an hour or two to just make yourself look perfect. You feel so good at the end of like getting yourself done up as you're going out in the town to like try and, you know, show yourself off. And like, I don't know, that just what she said when I watched this thing just always sticks in my mind. Uh, Because I mean, as a guy, what do we do? We just like have a shower put on a shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Maybe put yeah. a bit of product in our hair, put our G-string on, and off we go. Uh, so, but, uh, of course, the, the, yeah. the last part being the most important. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I just, just, uh, yeah. I just want to quickly point, before you go on the scene, uh, a shout-out to the actor that you're, you're going to mention here in, in just a second, of course. Uh, this is Jeffrey Nording, Nordling. sorry. Uh, and look, again, I don't know if you recognise him as a 24 fan at all, Nick. Um he, of course, was in... Uh, he was Larry Moss. I think it was the seventh season that was from memory, one of the least memorable ones. Um, and, of course, he was, like, the director... Of, I think I don't know if he was CTO or no, it was FBI director, I think he was. Um, but... And also, uh, we've established, uh, I'm a fan of uh, Desperate Housewives. Of course, he was Nick Boland in uh, season six of Death. So he's kind of one of these everyman actors who... Not you don't know him by name, but as soon as you see, it. and of course, can, how did I forget as well? Of course, he was he was um, what's his name in in the third Mighty Ducks movie as well, the coach that replaces Gordon Bombay, the the poor man's Emilio Estevez, but he's still in a Mighty Ducks movie. So there you go. Sorry, I just I just looked at his credits and I forgot completely that it was in that movie. But how could I? Because the Mighty Ducks are awesome. Anyway, he feels like somebody that you see in a lot of stuff. Yeah, though, just yeah. like kind of turns he's just up got he's just that actor. Something. He's one of those that you straight away yeah. are on the phone onto IMDb, like going, I know him from something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the um, the other one, the, the one I like before that though is when she's at the bar before she kind of starts talking to him and she looks at that other guy. Yeah. And he just has like the most sleazy look on his face ever. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but obviously we kind of get into this and and um, you know, it, it, one thing leads to another. She's you know he's buying her drinks. Blah 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 blah. And, um, you know, I, I, I do like the whole thing where, he, where he, he says, oh, if you like the decor so much, perhaps you'd like to see one of the rooms. Yeah. She's kind of like, that, you know, check, please. Um, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all quite, quite weird, but, you know, quite funny at the same time. What's and the line he says about the colour? Talk- like, about the colour? I only like the colour of it. Then he mentions, like, oh, you should try absinthe. And it's like, oh, it makes you ridiculously horny. And she's like, oh, I don't need that to feel that way. It's kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like, no, what? Like uh, this, this probably sounds really bad, but please know I'm saying this in a way that's not meant to be. And you know it's going to be scary for me to say what I'm about to say. Nick's going rolling his eyes right now going, Ben, don't say it. But, like, when she says that line, you can understand why he maybe thinks he will have to pay for it. Like, like that sounds really horrible. But, again, context. An episode ago, as I mentioned, if I've got a very attractive woman coming to me, based on my experiences in life, I don't have very attractive women hitting on me. I've basically called all my ex-girlfriends ugly. Good job, Ben. But, like, it's... I would automatically assume... That, like, I, I need to shut up. You should have told me to shut up when I said what I'm about to say yeah, is just, probably going to sound horrible. Uh, I think I just came yeah, out of that calling all women it. who are horny whores and all my girlfriends ugly. So, good job, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, I was just about to say that uh, at any point when you want me to just step in and stop you, but uh, it's more fun to let you ramble and get yourself in trouble. So, uh, I'll, I'll keep <laughs> I'm doing such that. an I, asshole. No wonder I'm single. God, I need one of those real dolls. Please send me one. 
<laughs> but I, I, I do get your point that obviously um, more to the point that it's not what she says, it's where she is. And I don't think she has realized that yeah. she's in a, as he said, a hookah <laughs> If only I had um, said that, then I would have saved myself. Nick Chester <laughs> comes in straight away on his carpet of saving and straight away saves me from digging my own hole. Well, there you go. Good job, Nick. Ra- round of applause. Good job. Yeah, but uh, obviously they go back up to his room and, and he gets this thing out, which, you know, I don't know what your assumption is here, but I'm assuming it's a, it's a strap-on that sheet that he wants her to use on him, right? Like, is, that, is that what you're reading I here? kind of think it's like the like the Pulp Fiction, like the gold, uh, the, the suitcase. It's like you're never meant to see it. But, you, yeah, it's definitely a strap-on. I mean, it so is. But, like, can I just point out, again... Maybe I'm the least prudish out of the two of us here. Not saying that I want what he's got in that that tool cabinet, whatever it is. First of all, he is travelling. He's from where is he from? Uh, Dallas is he not? Or um, he does Houston, Houston. I know it's in Montana. I've written it down. So like he travels with a silver suitcase with a strap on wherever he goes for business. Okay, cool. <laughs> Get through that security. I'm sure the TSA are looking forward to opening that up at customs every single time he goes through there. Uh, secondly, uh, it's not like he's asking like for the worst thing in the world. Like she just has to wear it and do that to him. Okay, I can think of worse things that he might ask her to do. He's not asking her to poo on him or something like that. And thirdly, uh, like, he he maybe doesn't sell it quite... Like, he obviously assumes that she's a prostitute. He does turn into a dick at that point when she kind of refuses it. But, like, he, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. Again, shut up, Ben. Uh, like, just my point is, he, he travels with a silver case with a giant strap on on it. In it. Yeah, as, as we all do. Um, oh, but yes. Yeah, and... <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it leads into um, you know things get a bit a bit rough, and she barricades herself in the bathroom, and um, this then leads into a. And I, I'm a bit confused around the timing here, as it leads into a scene where the two guys are doing surgery. Well, they're basically they're, well, this is the this is the final scene, isn't it? Because this is where they're removing Ike's um, implants, um, and um, yeah, and so basically, in the middle of that, um, Nurse Linda makes an appearance, um, and Sean has been called by Julia. So at the same time, these guys are in surgery. She's out on the town at a at a hookah bar, um, so I'm not quite sure how the timing works, like how late these guys are are doing surgeries. Um, it's, a, it's like a yeah. But, was that the one where Meryl and and uh, Christian are swapping Kimber in the car, and like he's in um like when when Meryl's out at dinner with Kimber, and he's like, oh, you know, he's just making that up. No one ever has surgery after this amount of time. Like it's like okay, well they clearly are. Um, and yeah, it's you're right. Like the timing is a little bit off, but again, as we've kind of well established in Nip Tuck, like they kind of forget that time is a thing in life. Um, yeah. But yeah. my my biggest question is just you know convenience. Uh, there just happens to be a phone in the bathroom, you know. Yes, as there, as there always is. I mean, potentially she could have rung up on her cell phone. I guess. Um, I don't know if she had a bag with her or not, but uh, anyway, it, it all it all works out. Um, and uh, you know he goes off to the the guy goes off to get his uh, nightcap and leaves him to it and she comes out of the bathroom and um, there's this whole scene where you know he's very pissed off because he's had to call call Julia you know he's had to go around there and, and save her type of thing and I really like the line where he kind of says it's just another waffle line yeah um, which is kind of harsh but you know I think it's it's well done yeah oh for sure uh, I I do love the fact that this you know the guy he's just he's tried to pick up he thought he's picked up. He's failed, so he's like, fuck it, I'm going to get more alcohol and try and pick up again. Like, he doesn't give up. Like, let's let's point that out for this guy. He really wants that tool used on him that night. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, it's – you're right. Like, I do love that the line about, you know, it's just another waffle line. And 
it's kind of yeah. you, you sort of feel sorry for Julia again in this scene in a way, don't you? And it's it's kind of interesting how it's done. But um, again, you know what my biggest question is here, Nick? It's where the fuck is Annie? Like, again, like, Annie is with Julia that weekend. She's gone off to a hooker bar. What is Annie doing? Is cats and dogs on just, like, mindless repeat? And she's just sitting there, like, watching it over and over. There's only two cats and dogs films. So it's not like she can watch the, you know, the franchise. So poor little Annie is off while her mum's banging off a guy with a strap on. You know, no wonder she's probably in the closet. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's no wonder that uh, these the children of these parents have got issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, right. Sean, Sean leaves. Sean leaves her to it with some money and says, "Get a cab home." And and he's off and he's off home to um to find what he thinks is Kimber. And obviously the doll's gotten a little bit better because uh, he believes that uh, that's her in the bed and and picks up the phone message as he's as he's you know getting there that that she's not there and she's left the doll for him. So. Um, whatever convention she's went to, she didn't need the doll for that one, apparently. Well, that's the thing. Like, a day before, we need the doll for the convention. But no, now I've gone to Orlando. You know, it's like a good three, four-hour drive away. Yet now we don't need the we don't need the doll anymore. So um, I, no. I got confused. No. I thought no. I was an episode too early. Like, I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for the next episode. But I thought this episode ended how the next episode ended. But then I realised that... It can't end that way because for the episode to end the way it ends, and then we've got to get this. Anyway, I'm conf- just wait till we get to next week when I explain why I thought the next episode was this episode, the way it ended. But uh, yeah. Sure, you, that's not confusing you, at you all. You don't know um, what the fuck I'm talking about, but you will next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, this is how this episode ends anyway. And um, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a somewhat interesting ending. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much more to add. I think we can probably move on into our our ratings if you if you're happy to do that. No, uh, look, I yeah, I, I don't have anything really else to add. You, you're right. Let's move on. Cool. All right. Well, I'll let you uh, take the lead here. What's uh, what's your rating going to be for this one? Look, I, I, there's nothing wrong with this. It's a fun episode. I agree. Like kind of what you say, fun and everything along those lines. But I just think it's kind of it's one of these side episodes that really doesn't. You don't need it for the entire, you know, series. And that's not a bad thing. You need an escape episode every now and then to just kind of, you know, it's got elements, of course, of, um, you know, the, the storyline. And we get, I, I don't think we really touched on the scene between Christian and Sean when, like, he says that he slept with Kimber. And then the, you did loosely touch on it. it obviously, like, he's like, oh, you, you got in my sloppy seconds and just kind of that little, you know, animosity between the two and that bit. But. Yeah, look, I, I, long story short, I'm going to rent it. Just and it's it's a it's a it's a frequent rent. Um, you know, it's not like a rent once and don't watch it, a la Perez. But it's you know, <laughs> I, I just I don't feel it's buy worthy compared to some of the other buy ones. So yeah, I'm just going to rent this one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually going to follow suit there. It's it's going to be a rent for me because um, even though it's a lot of fun, it's um, yeah, there's there's lots of kind of frivolous stuff here. Um, I'm not sure it really kind of pushes the story forwards. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's kind of frivolous, I guess, but still a lot of fun. So you're definitely going to win. You're not going to have a bad time watching this episode. So it's it's um, falls right there in the middle. So rent feels about right to me. You've broken your streak, Nicholas. Uh, you you had your uh, what did we say four in a row? Now you're back to renting. So uh, 
There you go. I'm actually looking well, it was here. Funny because yeah, sorry, you go. You go, please continue. Yeah, and I was just going to say that, you know, after I watched this episode and started thinking about how I was going to rate it, I think I was at buy, but I think as we've talked it through, I've kind of I've slipped back to rent, and not because I haven't enjoyed it, but because it just, as I say, it just feels a little bit frivolous and, and unnecessary, really. Well, your your record, I'm just seeing here, um, if you had bought this one, you would have tied your record for most consecutive buys. You bought five episodes of Survivor New Zealand, available now via iTunes, uh, in a row. Uh, but you didn't quite match that, so you're stuck on four, but still, decent effort. I, I, I don't think it's any spoiler alert to say that Nip Tuck's a better TV show than uh, Survivor New Zealand, so at some point... I think I'm, even the Bennett episodes of Nip Tuck are probably better than the Bide episodes of Survivor New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that Survivor New Zealand was bad, no. but... Uh, no. Definitely a different quality overall, I would say. Very much so, yes. I, I, I can't wait for New Zealand's version of Nip Tuck to come out. Uh, <laughs> Christian, you, just want you, to slept, the you slept action. with Julia, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Nip's not my son. What are you talking about? Apparently Canadian yes. now, but anyway. But, yeah, I was going to say. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Canadian um, New Zealand co-production. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, no, we can probably just uh, do a wee bit of a preview for the next episode. I, I actually enjoy um, the the kind of little um, two two kind of episode story arc that we get into here with the with the main patient for the next episode. I think that's kind of a fun little kind of offshoot. Yeah. Um, of the season. So yeah, no, that that'll be a lot of fun to kind of talk about that one. Um, yeah. So I think there's there's some interesting stuff to talk about on that next one. Um, yeah, I mean, anything else we need to preview now, or we can we can wait until then. Uh, no, we we get the return of our favourite uh, mother. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Erica's back. Yay! Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. I like the sort of the main patient uh, who comes into it for a couple episodes. She's she's an interesting sort of character, and there's, there's actually like just some of the, the subject matter like involving Christian, like. It's it's there's no other way. It's, it's beautiful the way it's kind of it's done. Like I just think it's it's very well uh, put together this storyline. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we're only now I think two episodes away. We are only two episodes away from one of my favourite episodes of all time. I can't wait till we get to that one. But I mean, still this yeah, I enjoy the next episode. It's it is a very enjoyable one. Yeah. No. So it's uh, it's looking forward to to going through and finishing this season off because it's uh, it's been just as strong as I remember. So it's always nice when that happens. Absolutely agree, and we've still got plenty of fun stuff to come. Yep. So no, and until then, uh, make sure you you're following us on Facebook and and Twitter and all the usual places. Um, rate and review us on iTunes, all that kind of fun stuff. And um, we're always keen to hear what you're thinking of these episodes and what you'd like to hear more of. But uh, um, until we talk to you next time, uh, this has been Nick, and uh, why don't you pack up both your vaginas and go home? And my name is Ben, and I really want my vagina to be prettier. Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.